Hello and welcome everybody to our sixth uh, Communications Room uh, Talk podcast. Uh, we are happy to have you with us. And uh, today we would like to talk about a topic that is all vogue everywhere, so to say. And uh, still we want to give it a little perspective. And that is opportunities and threats of artificial intelligence for communication. Uh, everybody is talking about uh, several aspects of of uh, artificial intelligence, and we would like to to really focus now on uh, impacts on communication. And uh, for that, I'll hand over to Hartmund, who, as always, is with me in this podcast uh, to give us uh, 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 some of his uh, opinions and views on artificial intelligence and communication. Thank you, Mark, and hello to everyone listening to us. Yeah, it's a fascinating topic, um, artificial intelligence and particularly tools like chat GPT in various versions that, that are around. And I have to admit that I also myself experimented uh, quite a bit during the last uh, months uh, with these artificial intelligence tools, um, particularly Jet uh, GPT. So during the last four to five months, I would say I I experimented in, in, in several situations with it. And I, I think it's a very helpful and, and playful tool also um, that can help um, both communicators, but also everyone in, in business, I think, in in preparing proper and, and um, founded uh, communication in, in various aspects. So I used it in, <clears throat> for example, to, to answer research questions. And I think it's quite fascinating how, um, yeah, how artificial intelligence can um, actually accelerate all types of, of research questions. So whether you elaborate on a, on a business related questions, if you're looking up simple terms, maybe looking for some definitions or um, even preparing longer business uh, documents I was also involved in. Um, I think I made good experience um, with artificial intelligence whenever the, the challenge is to deal with a lot of information uh, to make it accessible, to, to summarize um, things. And I think the, this alone is a huge opportunity for, for us as communicators, but also in, in business to to create transparency in a in a very fast way. If you if you are able and, and that's all this I also had experiment with to to develop them the right prompts for these tools. Because mm -hmm. if you if you ask too too general questions or if you're not, not precise in, in what you want and if you can't express the the intention you have in mind in, in a proper way. Um, mm -hmm. then you also get uh, yeah more like them not that precise answers or even some inventions you you never thought about because there's also this type of self creativity in in these tools mark what do you think <laughs> yeah the, the, while listening to you um uh a, a new thought came into my mind which is even before you get the results of uh of uh, the calculation of the AI, um, 
you have to do an exercise that seems to be uh, sometimes rather hard and difficult for some people, which is focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what you said is you do not focus in putting the right prompts as we learned. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a there's a there's a, 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 a new uh, profession which is prompt engineer, by the way. So if you are not uh, capable to to put the right prompts, which is to be to have uh, the right focus on your topic, you will not get proper answers. And uh, that's the, the the old shit in shit out story. On one hand, on the other hand. Uh, uh, this opportunity does not necessarily mean that the AI now does everything for us and we can get lazy and lay down on our couch or sofa, uh, but that we still have a challenge and maybe even more than before, which is to focus, uh, which which I like very much because uh, to focus is one of the most important things that we have to do in proper communication. Definitely, yeah. So I fully support this, and you have to be much clearer about what you actually want. So when you just mention things or write down an idea and it's not, it's not elaborated, then uh, then the result is almost automatically a kind of bullshit that you get. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, I think, is uh, yeah, like, like you say, it increases the demand on us to to think first before we. Yeah. <laughs> Beat the tools yeah. with some information that's not so elaborated, yeah. I think. And I'm pretty much convinced that this is not only valid for communicators. I last week I I did uh, a workshop with communicators on how to how to in the most efficient and practical way you get from a business strategy to a comms implementation plan, and. Uh, uh, I heard from several of the participants, yeah, we would be ha- happy if there would be a business strategy that that we really could start from. So mm-hmm. it's not only important for communicators to, to focus and have a clear picture of what we want to reach, but for the for the businesses as well, to be very clear and precise. precise these are our targets, and this, this is the way how we want to reach them. And then you can uh, get... Uh, more or less easy support from an AI as from other tools before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And there, AI, I think it's, you could also see it like a, like the almost perfect research assistant huh? once you use it, uh, start to use it like this. And, um, this was also one of the last projects I experimented with actually, because I, I told you about this project with, um, the cycling journal I'm, I'm editing and for, for people, for cycling coaches in the UK. And Stara also had a task to, um, to, um, to define a cycling related, uh, topic and to, to find out um, the really important, um, academic stuff because we did a readership uh, survey and the, the people wanted to have some more academic input and, um, the, the most recent and important studies on aspects of cycling, um, prepared in a, in a, yeah, in a, in an easy to understand and easy to, to grasp way to make these yeah. research results usable for, for, for a coaching process. And, uh, there are actually, 
participated in a couple of webinars with um, uh, also academic researchers, and uh, there is also a big trend to start to work with AI. They do not use ChatGPT, but there are other tools that actually scan and um, create relations between all academic papers, for example, that were published uh, to on a certain topic, and they can also create networks between publications, um, show the relations, and show them the supportive points or the diverging points on this. And by using these type of tools, for example, um, it, it was possible in a, in a short amount of time to, um, to understand the whole research topic of this um, these cycling aspects and the latest research okay. and to filter out the most relevant um, academic papers, I would say, and even to summarize them in a in a pretty fast way, yeah. Yeah, I would say if you start from from scratch and go to a library and search online with Google and so on, it, it would take ages to filter out this <laughs> this information. And right. this way, I would say with a clear research question in mind, it was um, easy really to um, yeah to, to get an overview fast of uh, of the most relevant publications now in in this field and. This type of work, I think it works in probably in every business-related um, context. Like you said, for example, in the field of strategy, I think there, there's so much uh, possible when, when you ask the, this yeah. type of questions in a precise way, then you also get a lot of information you, you never thought is possible to, to get in such an aggregated way in, in the, and in yeah. such a fast way. And that's, I think it's like a whole team of research assistants you, you now have around you. And you can use them, and you just need to think how to use them in a in a best way. I would say, which is bad news for uh, mm. biological research assistants, of course, <laughs> because this would mean um, um, we don't need research assistants anymore, which which I doubt, because um, on one hand it's very good to have those tools at hand, on the other hand, you still cannot really rely on the results. Especially if if there's a more generic question, you don't know uh, based on which algorithm uh, uh, the the AI uh, provides which results. So um, we are still, in my point of view, we are still in the need to to put some um, some human. Uh, sensible brain power on the results and to do um, a probability check based on expertise and experience uh, to make clear that uh, what the AI has, has provided it does not only sound great but really has enough substance or does not include any severe bugs uh, which uh, as we can read happens quite frequently still. Um, on the other hand, yes, I agree that things like uh, data science, data research, uh, all that is uh, connected with that data mining, uh, which have been uh, a book of secrets for most of us, uh, are now open for most of us, um, which is, again, an opportunity for all those who have seen it as a secret and a threat for those who were the experts who got a lot of money to do the data research and the data mining. So then there will then uh, there's again a, sh a shift in 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 power 
uh, and maybe even in salaries yeah, again, mm. if things are available now for almost everybody. Mm. So this is opportunities and threats in itself. What I don't think is that uh, there will be layoffs in, in the numbers of millions or billions due to AI because uh, um, on one hand, there's still a, a lot of need for us to 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 check uh, the results of AI. Then there is the big question of how creative is an AI in itself, because as far as I know, what an AI can do is search every information available and maybe find connections that we haven't found. But can an AI, an AI be really creative uh, besides? Putting things together that haven't been put together before, like in arts, where they, where they, uh, where you easily can put a prompt, draw me a picture in the, uh, combining uh, the arts of Van Gogh and Picasso, and the, and the AI will do something for you, which of course is new, but is still based on information. And the question is, um, is there still a value add in human creativity in human? A generation of completely new ways of thinking, uh, mm. which of obviously an AI cannot uh, and will not be able to provide for at least uh, uh, a long time to come. Mm. Definitely, yeah. That's why I would also say, for me, it's more like an opportunity for communications because when you think about creativity, I think a lot of The generic creativity, it, it happens in communication when people, when real people are in, in dialogue and make up their minds and are in exchange and, and, and talk about an issue in, in an open way, I would say. And we covered this in, in previous discussions, um, on, on the communications room and, and how you can host such uh, communication rooms that this creativity can, can emerge. And I'm, I'm convinced that this cannot not yet happen, maybe never happen <laughs> purely by technology, because that's also yeah. human intelligence that, that needs to happen in, in exchange and in real communication between, between people. But AI, I mean, it, it can help them to, to inform such discussions and to, yeah. to create new yeah. topics or to make the facts transparent that we can then talk about and think about creative solutions for them, for the problems that we have, I would say. Yeah, and then do rechecks on ideas that we may have. And uh, uh, I'm I'm a science fiction fan, and many of the things that technology-wise appear uh, have been described in science fiction novels uh, decades ago. And uh, the question now of uh, can AI be creative or not has been covered in tons of movies and and books. And I I just uh, recall one book where. Uh, an astronaut and uh, the the AI in his uh, spaceship uh, uh, discuss uh, a phenomenon that appears in in the solar system, and the AI says, uh, "I've calculated everything from every uh, scientific aspect that is available, and I have no results." And then the human says, "Hmm, what if you?" Uh, take the perspective of something out of science, mm -hmm. uh, which is an idea that only a human can have, mm -hmm. 
because the AI is limited to, limited to its structures. And uh, then this was, as I say, the key to uh, uh, get an access to this uh, issue that they have discovered there. And that mm -hmm. is describes pretty much uh, maybe uh, the roles of humans and AI. And AI. So there is no need to see a threat, I agree. Um, last week in that uh, workshop and training that I did, uh, there came up a question, which is, I think, a relevant one, because uh, we were discussing and how how AI can uh, relieve us uh, from from uh, routines or what, what uh, you already did, have a transcript of the podcast into words by a software and then um, um, give this uh, software uh, to ChatGPT and ask it, um, please uh, uh, now uh, describe the ten, 10 most important topic out of it. And this takes seconds and sets of hours if we would do it. Great. And th that person said, yes, um, he sees all those opportunities. On the other hand, he knows how um, um, people who are responsible for business will then act or react because at the moment they discover that uh, communicators are um, uh, relieved from uh, those routine uh, tasks, they say, okay, now you have more space to do the real stuff. And then they may discover that they don't need 10 communicators anymore for their business, but uh, six would be sufficient uh, um, instead. And that is a challenge that I would say we are not able to answer properly yet, but this is um, at, at least a realistic threat. What do you mean? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a threat and an opportunity at the same time, maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because the, the positive side, I mean, it is that, that it improves productivity for, for all of us, I would say, if you use it in a, in the way we just discussed and, uh, and described. So it also frees up time for, um, for more creative work than in the, in the end that you can do if you are relieved from these daily routines. And yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I think maybe there, there's a kind of threat if you, if such a team is really focused a lot on on such routine activities. Um, but point. then you also need to ask: Is this the main um, the, 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 the main benefit a team then should deliver to, to an organization? Because, like, we see, and we've seen this, by the way, in, in many other fields, like for example, the, the move from manual production to to, to, to automized production mm -hmm. which happened maybe a decade ago already <laughs> or, even and, more, yeah. or even longer yeah and um <clears throat> so so i think it it should actually motivate um such teams then also to to to, to think about their value contribution to them to the organization and how they can work in the best way and make best out of it and i think if there is a good Good impact achieved by, by such a communications team. Um, then why should um, why should the CEO not not continue to pay for it or even appreciate it more? Because then the output will be much higher, and particularly the the value of the output will will increase. 
Well, that's my thought to this. Exactly, exactly. That mm. is the point. And this is something that I've been uh, thinking about uh, myself for two decades now, which is what is the value add of communicators? Yeah, and the value add of communicators in in companies uh, is not to um, routine work or implementation work that others maybe can do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and quite frequently cheaper. If you think of uh, uh, comms agencies, uh, where you if if you um, uh, for example. Um, Give all the graphics works to agencies. You may, it may be cheaper than to to have uh, two graphic designers on board and pay them the the, the, the corporate salaries, mm-hmm. uh, the company salaries. That's exactly the point. What is the value add of communicators? And if the value add of communicators is or the the self uh, uh, the, uh, the self understanding of communicators is that the value add is do implementations work. Then they may run uh, 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 indeed the risk to to be superfluous uh, mm-hmm. because the implementation mm-hmm. work can be done uh, maybe not to one hundred percent but to ninety or ninety five percent by someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, if mm-hmm. the self understanding is that we communicators are the ones who have strategic discussions with the C level managers on how to position a company, what the purpose of the company is, what the implica- implications of all that are. Then we create a value-add. We ensure that uh, the resources spent for comms are spent as efficient and as effective as possible uh, with the best possible impact. And that is something where a really a value-add of communicators will lie still uh, uh, with uh, AI is being available. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah, yeah, and probably also to to accelerate then the the creativity in the organization, because if right. also communicators use then AI to to get rid of this daily work, then they can focus on on real communications and making this happen in the organization, and that's I think a, a huge po- potential. Yeah. And that's something the potential I, I, that lies in in communication in a generic way, and it's it's still underused, I think, in most organizations. Definitely, because in many organizations, is uh, business uh, reps think of uh, comps as a service supplier, and many communicators accept that role uh, in which they are put as service suppliers, uh, and sometimes even worse. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that is the best way to make comms people in companies superfluous. So mm-hmm. the other way, uh, uh, it makes a lot of sense. And as you said, if you get rid of daily work that hinders you from strategic and creative thinking, then you you may become uh, even more valuable than you are today for your business reps, for your partners. And uh, one Last remark, because we have been talking communicators, more or less. Mm. Uh, I think this is valid, valid for each and every profession. If you think about, uh, you, you may mention strategy. You can, you could uh, talk about technology and innovation within a company. You can talk about other professions like all all social professions. 
uh, doctors, nurses, if 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 they would be released from their da daily administrative work, they would have much would have much more, so much more time for human to human interaction that we as humankind would be much better off. And one final remark uh, for the delay of discussion, um, which with each and every new technical jump, let me put it that way, there was always the discussion, millions of jobs will be lost. Mm. And the truth of technical history is, in each and every case until today, it was wrong. Immediately new jobs popped up that, that haven't been thought of at all before. And yes, in, in some parts, maybe jobs will be lost, but there will grow jobs in other parts. And um, the total number of jobs worldwide has grown and grown and grown and grown and grown uh, ever since. So this is always the fear that uh, newspapers and pessimists uh, like to draw on the wall, but until now it never has happened. It never has happened. So I think there's more reason to to think about opportunities than about threats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a nice final remark. <laughs> Thank you, Mark, and I fully share this um, positive view. So I think. ChatGPT, artificial intelligence, it opens many opportunities and let's use them. Let's make the best out of it and let's accelerate communications based on, on this artificial intelligence knowledge, I would say. Yes, accelerate communications and improve the value of communications. Yeah. And uh, with that, uh, Yeah, looking forward to uh, talking to you soon, to you all. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and uh, we are happy about comments and uh, um, see you, hear you next time. Okay, that's great. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for joining. See you soon. Bye-bye. Take care.